Well, I'd like to take a few minutes this morning just kind of reviewing where we've been over these past few weeks. You know, we, we began with a scripture a few weeks ago where Jesus calls the first disciples, and he used those words, come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. And as we've gone along in these next few weeks now, we've, we've looked at our call to be disciples of Christ in the world, becoming more aware of how Christ is working in each of our lives, even in the everyday moments of our lives. And of course, in these last few Sundays, we've been listening to the beautiful words of the Sermon on the Mount from Matthew's Gospel, these blessed statements that lead us to the blessed life that God has for us, taking these commandments that were written on stone and really taking them into our hearts in a very beautiful way. Well, there are two statements in our readings today about being holy. And the first one you heard in the first reading from Leviticus, where the Lord says to Moses, Be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. And of course, in our gospel reading today, at the end of the gospel, we hear Jesus say, So be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. My brothers and sisters, you and I are called to be the hands and feet of Christ in this world. When Jesus talks about being perfect, he's talking to us about the perfection of charity, or more simply put, learning to love as Jesus loved. And we hear in this gospel today a radical call to the kind of love that Jesus is calling us to even love our enemies and to pray for those who persecute us. Well, how do we do this? How do we even begin to think about this teaching today? Well, the more that we become aware of the presence of Christ in our lives, the more we offer him our very lives, open our hearts to Jesus, the more we receive his grace into our hearts to do the work that he is calling us to do day by day, step by step, minute by minute in our lives. We are called to be another Christ in this world. And as we grow in virtue, eventually our heart is more full of Christ than it is of the world, and we literally become another Christ in the world. I'd like to use as a model for us this morning one of my favorite saints, and you've heard me quote from her before, and it's St. Teresa of Calcutta. And I think she gives us a very beautiful way to think about what Jesus is asking us to do today. She said this, Not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. Holiness consists for us in consecrating the ordinary, mundane moments of our lives to the Lord. And as we take those little things that we do every day and we offer them up as a prayer to God, we make more room for Christ in our hearts. God is going to use us right where we are, right here today, to make the world holy. And we do this when we consecrate these ordinary things that we do every day and lift them up to the Lord as a prayer, as a sacrifice, as an offering. Our every action then becomes a gift to Christ and to the world. We are called to holiness according to our state in life. 
You and I, if we were in a monastery, in a cloistered monastery, our life would look much different. That's not our calling. Jesus calls us to holiness in the life, in the state of life that we have. And so we work with that life as best we can to be holy. I'd like to give you a couple of examples of what I'm talking about today, about lifting up these ordinary moments of our lives. We're going to start with Linda. Linda is a mother. Uh, she's got a couple of kids and a husband. And Saturday morning is Linda's day to deal with the laundry, folding laundry specifically. I don't know how it is in your house, but I end up with this job every once in a while, and it's not my favorite thing to do. And it's not Linda's favorite thing to do either. And typically what happens is Linda approaches Saturday morning in kind of a bad mood as the, her husband and her kids go off to do something fun, and she's stuck there with that basket full of laundry to fold. And so on this particular Saturday, the Holy Spirit moves in her heart, and she's moved to put a Christian CD in her player. And so she has this beautiful music kind of going in the background, and that puts her in a prayerful, contemplative mood. And as she begins this task of folding laundry, she begins to think of each rumpled item of laundry as another opportunity to please God. As she folds each thing, she lifts that up as a little prayer to God. And she becomes mindful of the people who own those clothes that she's folding. And she begins to thank God for her husband and her children and all that he's given her. She takes something that would have been a mundane, boring task and turns it into something beautiful. Well, Stan. Stan is another person uh, I'd like to share with you about this morning. Stan's heart was broken several years ago when his beautiful granddaughter, Samantha, was struck by a drunk driver. Now, Samantha was hurt very badly in that accident, and she suffers from chronic pain. She deals with that pain every single day. She also suffers from a limp when she walks because of the accident she was in, and she's had some short-term memory loss as a result of that accident. And Stan has struggled over these few years to forgive this man who struck his daughter. And on this particular day, this anniversary of this accident, Stan finds himself on his knees, kneeling in prayer. And he asks the Lord to show him the heart of this man who struck his granddaughter. And as he does that, Jesus reveals to him that this man is very broken and very hurt and feels very badly about what happened. He, too, is struggling. Stan asks God for the strength to be able to forgive this man. And he feels some peace as he prays this prayer. And he knows that that forgiveness will not come with just one prayer. It will take many, many more prayers over time. But his heart now feels open to consider that possibility. So two beautiful examples of how we can take our ordinary moments of our lives and lift them up to the Lord. You know, being perfect doesn't mean we do everything right all the time. Perfection in holiness is a journey for us. It's one step at a time, one act of faith at a time, as God leads us to deeper and deeper conversion of heart and growth in charity. 
Our Heavenly Father knows us. He knows us so well. He knows our faults and our weaknesses. He knows our battles and our struggles. And he loves us through those things and provides us with the grace that we need to do what he's calling us to do today, to grow in virtue. I'd like to invite you this morning to do a little visualization exercise with me. And the purpose of doing this is to give you an opportunity to ask Jesus to reveal to you something about the holiness in your life. So I'm going to invite you now just to close your eyes, if you would, please. Just take a moment to relax yourself in the spot you're sitting in. Be comfortable there. Perhaps take a breath or two, just breathing in and out easily. And as you enter in now, I'd like you to imagine that Jesus is standing before you, and he's looking at you with that gaze of love. What do you notice? What does his face look like? Imagine Jesus' face as he's looking at you, the details of his image. What sort of clothing is he wearing? What do you notice about his dress? Perhaps the color of his garment, what he's wearing. And take a moment now and observe his mannerisms. How is he holding his hands? Is he standing or sitting? Perhaps you'll notice that he might be doing something or saying something. Take notice of that as well. And I'd like you now to imagine that Jesus is coming and sitting right down next to you, sitting right next to you now. And the question that you want to ask Jesus today is to reveal to you your holiness Specifically, ask Jesus to show you two or three ways in the past 24 hours when you have done something that showed the holiness that is inside of you. And as we close this visualization now, I'd invite you to thank Jesus for his love, his mercy, and his grace. And when you've done that, you can open your eyes and return to this space. What we just did is a very simple exercise. It probably took two or three minutes. Any of us can do this during the day, a free moment at work, a free moment during your household chores, just to sit and imagine Jesus and enter into that kind of dialogue with him. My brothers and sisters, at every Mass, on this altar of sacrifice, as the gifts of bread and wine are brought forward, we bring forward also all of the things that we place on that altar, all of our hopes and our dreams, our fears, our worries, 
our failed attempts, our good things that we've done this week, the blessings we've received, all of that goes on that altar. And when Father lifts up the bread and wine and sacrifice, he lifts up the sacrifice of our very lives as well. And then we receive from that altar, that banquet table, the very body and blood of Jesus Christ, which is the strength that we need to do exactly what Jesus is calling us to do today in our gospel. This is our journey of holiness. God has placed this desire for holiness right in our hearts. He supplies us with the grace that we need to overcome the obstacles to growing in virtue in our lives. And so as we approach this new week, let's begin this week with a deeper awareness of God's presence in our lives, maybe especially this week in the ordinary mundane moments of our lives. And then let's consecrate those moments to the Lord in a beautiful prayer and an offer of sacrifice. Amen.